What Gwen doesn't know and is getting in this peek behind the curtain is that we really just like have 15 minutes of BS before we I know I cut out of the episode (laughs) so that it's not three hours long. Hey Gwen. Hello. Dad. We're a, a podcast team of mumblers, but you know what? We're working on right? it. Okay. Right <laughs> <laughs> so we brought in Gwyn, uh, the most articulate person. <laughs> uh, Just kidding. Um, We're all doing great. I did try to uh, look up some more fun facts that I will be throwing in. I thought maybe oh. it would. <laughs> this was the one time that I also read the wiki, so maybe we have I know, I was fun like, facts. Here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing. By looking up facts, I do mean copy and paste them from the wiki. I That's do okay, though. <laughs> someone else already did that work. I mean, what are you going to, like, read your contact at Disney? I don't think Yeah, so. no. None, none of that. Everyone? Go ahead, yes, Go ahead. Oh, I have a question. <laughs> I have a question oh, for, for sure. the team. Um, yeah, it's already going so smoothly. Yeah. What so questions you, you could possibly have? Do you uh, <laughs> do you like cut out like some of the like if we mess up? No, nope. like, <laughs> not really. This is all raw, unfiltered. What uh, if I like kidding. reveal my social security number on recording? <laughs> Too bad. This is actually live. No. A million people listening right now. Okay. Okay, that was my question. Nice. Um, Mara, did you also have a question before we begin? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I was just curious if you wanted to do the same format like we usually do, or if Gwen wanted to be more involved at all. We're actually, Gwen's not going to speak the whole time during the podcast. <laughs> She's just sort of here in spirit. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> That would be funny if we were like, and today we have a guest on the podcast, and we made a big deal out of it, and then she didn't speak yeah, the entire time. She's just gonna have to believe Listen, it. That's uh, a good bit. You can do that for the next one. It's I don't a good have to be there. Uh, just Perfect. kidding. I think we were gonna do the same format. Um, Gwen is just gonna chime in as <laughs> as desired. Is that yeah? That okay. Good. Yeah. No, you said you have great. some notes also, so. Uh, yeah, I do. Just interrupt. That's what Perfect. I do constantly, all the time. It's, it's very annoying. When I go back and edit, I'm just like, oh, I have a shot up. Um, yeah. So, if that's okay with everyone here. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. No, that sounds good. You sounds you good. can recap an episode on your second episode. I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> this is just, this is a trial run, sort of a, a probationary oh God. podcast guest <laughs> situation. This, yes. And, uh, you know, if you don't do a good job, our friendship's over, but that's okay. Yeah. All right. I, I guess you and me are friends. Um, does I've anyone have any additional questions before we kick this off? Okay, great. Incredible. This is podcast without a cool acronym. It's a podcast about Phineas and Ferb. I hope this isn't the first time people listen to this. This is a dumb way to introduce it. <laughs> anyway, I'm Hannah. I'm Mara. That's Mara. She's my sister. Uh, and today, surprise, unless I already mentioned it in the cold open, uh, we have a guest. <laughs> 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 or maybe you were zoned out for that you're just now that you've joined us uh we have a guest yeah. it's my friend Gwen who is letting me stay in her apartment in DC uh 
she's my only friend. She I also love loves Phineas and Ferb. I do love Phineas and Ferb. I'll shut up so she can say hello to the listeners. Hello, listeners. Yeah, ironically, she's actually our only listener, so this is about to get real meta, but that's fine. This is just <laughs> this, you know, it's for us, and that's it's been the thesis of this show. This isn't what this is about. Today, we're going to talk about two episodes. <laughs> that we all watched and prepared to talk about <laughs> those two ep- i don't know why we're all laughing at that uh those two episodes are 113 a and b uh for those of you keeping track at home um though that's not the episode we're on if we're going by you know the man's numerical order standards but <laughs> Um, we're skipping an episode (laughs) because uh, we like to keep it fresh we like to keep people on their toes um no it's because (laughs) we really wanted a guest on the second episode we're going to talk about which is the bad beard episode and we were like we'd love to work around that and also who cares what order we do them in no one that's correct okay um certainly not history i'm sure will condemn us for this mistake Anyway, uh, the sentence that I started five minutes ago was going to finish by me saying that the two episodes we're talking about today are 113A and 113B. Um, 113A is called It's a Mud, 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 Mud World. Four muds. Why? We don't know. I mean, it's based on an old movie title. It's like, uh... And I assume that song by that guy who sings those sad songs. Yeah, this is the, the monster truck one. This is the one where the boys build Candace a monster truck to help her with her driving test, question mark. We're not sure. They Which, sort of lose the thread. That's okay. This might be the first thing Phineas and Ferb have ever done for Candace. That's not it, it might throwing be. her off a cliff. You know, she still sustains some pretty... Actually, she gets less physically injured in this episode, ironically, than she does in previous yeah. episodes. I think it's because she's wearing a yeah. helmet the whole time. That's true. She sort she's of has more now. safety. Excuse me. Yeah. And Lawrence is there. I feel like maybe he's yeah. sort of a... Surprisingly for Lawrence, because he's usually pretty checked out, <laughs> he does manage to bring <laughs> a level of groundedness, too. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. We open... Um, on the boys and they are just sitting there with some little remote controls and in what appears to be to the naked eye to the untrained <laughs> observer um an empty racetrack and their mom comes out and asks them what they're doing and they're like mom we're obviously they don't say it in this tone sorry i'm projecting that onto them um they are like we're racing monster trucks that we rigged to go light speed which literally what is the point of that you also can't see them going light speed also i feel like <laughs> I'm not a physicist, but I I think that if you like, if something on Earth breaks light speed, it's probably like bad or whatever. Like, that's probably the plot of like a Doctor Strange movie I haven't seen. I don't know. (laughs) The point is, uh, they're doing that. Their mom's like, "Ah, adorable. What incredible active imaginations. Because that's a game they like to play. Um, (laughs) And then she leaves. She goes to her cooking class uh, with her friend Charlene, who she's canonically already friends with. She like calls her. Yeah. Uh, which is weird because I think later on the kids like don't know who Vanessa is and I was like if Linda is best friends with Charlene shouldn't they know like right hasn't she like been to their house it kind of seems like the same thing happens with Jeremy's mom that like if Linda was really friends with Jeremy's mom wouldn't Candace know about Jeremy's little sister like we talked about oh yeah it's the same that's true Especially because she has canonically not... Canonically. She's uh, 
known Jeremy since like third grade or something. Yeah. Maybe she's Weird. not paying that close of attention. You know, Candace anyway. has a lot going on. Anyway, speaking of Candace, after Linda leaves, we cut to Candace and she's in her room and she answers her phone and she she goes, despair speaking, uh, which <laughs> is a whole mood. <laughs> um, oh, Oh, Candace. Uh, Stacy is having none of that. She's like, uh, okay, hi, Despair. I'm dad. Um, she doesn't say that. <laughs> but she's like, uh, why aren't you answering your phone, Candace? You know how I always answer the phone for you to scream at me about whatever non-important <laughs> thing is happening in your life? Anyway, um, Candace is like, um, doesn't doesn't ask why Stacy's calling. She's like, <laughs> it's it's because of parallel parking and she like has a little dramatic rant the point is um she has trouble parallel parking it's on the driver's test she's worried she won't ever get her license um they do cut to a funny visual gag where she runs into (laughs) trash cans 45 times um and then also they cut back to her recreating that bit for stacy by like moving (laughs) her phone closer and farther away from her face and i'm like you know what i appreciate that level of commitment um the boys are just like hanging out outside candace's room like weirdos just sitting in the hallway listening in on her phone this is the second time that they've done that yeah (laughs) apparently they just like to hang out outside candace's room in the really long weird hallway of their weird carnival house that they live in um there's like one square mirror on the wall (laughs) but i'm like why though also candace has a sign on her door for a band called the memes but it just looks like a band (laughs) called the memes which Nice. Anyway, Phineas and Ferb are sitting outside in the hallway, and Phineas goes, "Oh my gosh, Ferb!" And then he's like, "I never realized how soft our carpets are." Which I was like, "Who (laughs) is that for?" (laughs) Okay, but I laughed. (laughs) It is, you know, it's funny. Um, and then they're like, "We need to help Candace get her confidence back." Which I was like, first of all, what confidence?" And second of all, you two pretending (laughs) that you haven't systemically broken down Candace's confidence (laughs) for the last. 13 episodes give me a friggin break okay also i just have a question that is parallel parking on anyone's driver's test i think it used to be don't know okay it was not on my driver's test either i was like i still don't know how to do it i do know how to parallel park um because i'm better than you but (laughs) just kidding (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i i don't think it's been on a driver's test for a while um, on dad's driver's test, he had to pass in both a car and on a tractor. Um, that's a joke. <laughs> he grew up in Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Do you remember when they convinced Aunt, uh, who's married to Ralph, Julie, that Julie. he and Ralph used to have to share one pair of underwear and they alternated days going to school? <laughs> no, but she that's funny. She believed them for an entire weekend family reunion I, until I believe they that. told her. Um, uh, funny that's hysterical oh dad it's amazing anyway <laughs> speaking of dads we do get a lot of lawrence content in this episode yeah. including my very favorite lawrence <clears throat> bit of all time <laughs> anyway the boys are like we're gonna help candace get her confidence back and they're like we'll build a monster truck sure um it cuts to them in the garage and they have so fur pulls out a blueprint for the monster truck and then they cut to the garage and behind them are like several shelves just full of blueprints and I was like, you guys just keep all your blueprints in the garage? Do your parents not see those? That feels like evidence of all the... Well, last know. time, literally last episode, Linda saw their blueprints. They were yeah. like, we can't choose between a submarine and a whatever. And I was like, Linda, look closer. Especially because Linda's like, 
an astrophysicist. We haven't gotten there yet, <laughs> but she True. is. Spoiler. So she knows how to read a blueprint. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, anyway um, Phineas is like, where's Perry? Classic. Uh, then, <laughs> sorry, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my place in my notes. Sure, I didn't have sure. any filler for that second. Uh, Perry <laughs> goes in a secret passageway, which is inside their fold-out couch, which feels like something that Lawrence <laughs> would accidentally fall into every single day. <laughs> He goes down the slide and he has to like scooch himself along the slide. It's like not very slippery or it's like not at the correct angle. I thought there was going to be a joke about the slide waxing guy, but there wasn't. It, that's just, that was the whole mm. gag. He gets there and Monogram is doing a very like boomer posting a minion meme on Facebook thing where he got an email <laughs> that morning for someone referred to Doofridge Mertz as Doof and he thinks it's the funniest thing in the entire world. <laughs> uh he's like isn't that the funniest thing you've ever heard and perry was like i sent that email it was my two weeks notice i clearly (laughs) didn't read it (laughs) oh my monogram was like it's times like these you have to appreciate having a cool name like monogram (laughs) which um anyway perry's like tired of that also his entire briefing monogram's like i got this email where somebody called him doof doesn't discuss the content of the email i guess it wasn't important that's true and his entire briefing is just like do your thing bye (laughs) literally that's the entire thing i know but i was like this was even more phoned in than usual also like why (laughs) why are you even there phineas is like directing a bunch of trucks into their backyard just driving just onto the lawn just bringing bleachers etc the giant floating the giant floating baby head is there (laughs) for some reason ferb is welding things in a variety of welding masks with a variety of tools Mm -hmm. that 10 year olds shouldn't be allowed to use um (laughs) i don't think they are (laughs) i mean (laughs) you're right (laughs) but (laughs) um lawrence is upstairs and he's painting a portrait of the queen of england which is a paint by numbers and he is like he paints in his last little spot and then he's like i'm painting (laughs) which is my favorite bit of all time (laughs) he's so cute (laughs) except then it gets upsetting because he holds up the still wet painting of of the queen the queen of england elizabeth lizzie herself and kisses it on the mouth (laughs) which is insane and then he puts it down next to a bunch of other portraits he has also clearly kissed on the mouth because lawrence is a serial killer like if you walked in to somebody's house and you saw a bunch of paintings of like slightly famous figures with their mouths all with like weird mouth marks on them you'd be like cool uh, i'm gonna get the freak out of here because i'm not trying to get murdered <laughs> also, I couldn't figure out who the other pictures were of. One of them does look like the Monopoly mm. Man. <laughs> anyway, uh, Lawrence hears a noise and he opens his window, and the boys are there in a monster truck. He's unfazed by this. Phineas says to him, Dad, you might want to wipe the queen off your face, which <laughs> is a sentence I hate from beginning yeah. to end. Zero out of 10. Um, mm-hmm. But <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> it's just like, oh, gross. <laughs> Phineas tells his dad, the entire thing they're doing he's like we built monster trucks there's a stadium now we're gonna help candace get her confidence back lawrence is like great sounds good he does call linda to check and she's like bye i'm in cooking class also this to me is further evidence that lawrence is a time traveler because he just like doesn't know what's acceptable he's like monster trucks sure doesn't seem crazier than any other weird 
things that happened in this year that I was transported to in a <laughs> physics lab accident. Um, I believe it. Uh, it holds up. I'm just saying, I'm adding it to the list. Um, Linda's in cooking class with Charlene, and the chef smashes up her phone into little pieces. Um, and then his phone rings, and it's for Linda because it's Candace <laughs> calling his phone. <laughs> Which Incredible is funny, man. but also, how did Candace get that number? Does she know that <laughs> chef personally? It was so fast. Oh, okay, wait. Also, I learned that mm-hmm. uh, I can't, <laughs> the problem is, I can't pronounce his name, but the chef uh, who sure. runs the cooking Boyardee, class was, is how you pronounce it. Oh. <laughs> um, was, named, was named after one of the storyboard artists who oh. worked on this episode. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, but if I could pronounce it, it would probably be a lot cooler of a fact. Yeah, probably that guy's probably listening right now. Like, no, <laughs> don't even try. Yeah, he's uh, he's my contact. <laughs> he's you know that guy personally. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Linda's like, uh, girl, I cannot talk. I am in a cooking class. Give me one second to myself, please. Candace gets in her uh monster truck. The boys pull aside a curtain that's painted to look exactly like their backyard and reveal a monster <laughs> truck arena that curtain seems unnecessary do they ever use that again also what is it hanging on it's just hanging off the top of the screen also, anyway oh, it, go ahead i was just gonna say once again the the physics of their backyard and yeah what they're doing does not line just up, like but... whatever was there a neighborhood that mm-hmm. they bulldoze no way to know um <laughs> i have to assume yes just kidding uh there is often like a big field behind their house but sometimes there's aerial shots of their house and it's just like and there's like another house anyway uh we're we're at doofenshmirtz evil incorporated uh time for a real slap together scheme (laughs) (laughs) doof is talking to the shadiest looking group of investors (laughs) in the world um they all look like bond villains uh he's doing a monster truck pitch but he's like it's also a rant about how monster trucks are not actually monsters they're just giant trucks so he's (laughs) like here are my monster monster trucks which i was like okay i'm on board i guess the monster trucks kind of slap they're cool looking (laughs) except for the one that looks like him which is the scariest thing i've ever seen in my entire life uh yeah if i saw that in real life i think that i would pass out there is a scarier one later that's a vehicle that looks like him. But this one is, is pretty bad. But then his plan gets one step more convoluted, which is not the last step. But he's like, in order to quarter the market, here's my monster truck awayinator, which makes monster trucks disappear into a different dimension. Sure. He shoots some guy with it. And then he's like, see, it's safe. But then that guy's head swells up to five times its size. Uh, <laughs> he has cancer now. Yeah. Um, then Doofenshmirtz demonstrates it by shooting a mini monster truck with it. It disappears and like an alien in a crib eats it in a different dimension. But then his scheme gets more complicated. <laughs> he built so many things for this. So he built 15 monster trucks. He built a monster truck awayinator. And then he also built a monster truck locatinator, which twist is not a monster truck locatinator because he pulls over the <laughs> curtain and Perry's yeah. sitting on top of it. And Doof is like, psych, it's actually a Chinese platypus trap. Why though? <laughs> So he traps Perry in that, and then he's like, here's my actual monster truck locatinator, which is like a GPS thing. And I was like, sir, where <laughs> did you get the so overhead much. for this? Yeah, so much work for this That's one. probably why he- So much. And also the scheme is to sell one of these things to investors. <laughs> I'm yeah. unsure which one. 
or why or where these people came from or why they came to this meeting but um, they're not coming back because i don't remember ever hearing from these evil investors in the subsequent episodes oh well we'll get to the <laughs> loose ends they don't tie up at the end of this episode um spoilers <laughs> it's any of them so Schwartz uses his little gps and he locates the nearest monster truck which oh my gosh it's at phineas and ferb's house crazy who could have seen it coming um they set <laughs> off in his weird Doofenshmirtz mobile and uh, they bring perry and one of the guys is like are we sure we should bring him and he's like yeah obviously don't don't question me then we see a tv spot with dink winkerson which oh, funny. is funny um he's doing a little spot on the news about their monster truck rally isabella comes on and she gives a terrifying announcement um <laughs> in like a scary monster truck rally voice and then a bunch of people head over to the giant stadium that Phineas and Ferb have built. Okay, but after her announcement, she goes, thinks dink! <laughs> yeah, in her normal <laughs> voice. Incredible. Uh, fun fact, like, Allison out. Stoner really did that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, she did. <laughs> <laughs> we just make up all the facts about this show. <laughs> um, that could be fun. It could be. That could be, be the show as we lie to you about videos of her. <laughs> um candace is like doing some little challenges in her monster truck she does lawrence is like strapping himself in with a pillow which is funny um she does like an incline loop-de-loop thing she does a brake test back on the way down uh she does a good job she's feeling more confident she's she's doing great um doof pulls onto their street maple drive um but he can't find parking anywhere (laughs) uh so he keeps looking and then Candace is like facing off against uh, a terrifying monster truck driver named Buck Buckerson, aka Billy Ray Cyrus. Um, yeah, is that bad that I didn't know that it was him until? No, like, he's doing a weird this voice. Episode. I okay, mean, I read, I, was like, I read uh, it in the thing. Yeah, Otherwise, I would not have. Known. Yeah, same here. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> perfect. We all don't know anything. But it's not just me. <laughs> Then, yeah, so Buck Buckerson is, like, talking smack to Candace. He's like, I don't know what he said. He's like, you're a little girl or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Candace is like, let's kill him. Um, just kidding. <laughs> Lawrence is like, let's get him. Yeah, Lawrence, like, is ready Lawrence is ready to yeah. throw hands with a man four times his size. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I wouldn't give is my confidence. <laughs> Sick. Anyway, and then they sing the truck driving girl song which is mm. fun um at one point during the song montage there's a giant lizard robot just on the monster truck course and i was like <laughs> cool i assume someone built that then the last challenge in the monster truck course is parallel parking which for those of you who remember that's what candace is struggling with <laughs> um so she's like oh no i can't do it and buck buckerson is like i could do it i'm a man he um, says check out the finesse the finesse <laughs> <laughs> he sticks out his pinkies <laughs> he does <laughs> Um, which is a reference to the Queen of England, which is what Lawrence was painting. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um. Anyway, like, but even... <laughs> he runs into the trash cans that he was supposed to be parallel parking in. Um. And Candace crushes it. She does it in one try. Yep. Defying physics. I'm pretty sure it just like scoots to it the does. side. She just like yeah. It's incredible. Crush right in there. Sorry. Um. Doofenshmirtz is getting ready to like disappear all of the monster trucks. I guess. When Perry shows up, um, there's like a weirdly racist music cue um, and an ancient Chinese secret joke, which is, you know, fine. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> some random Chinese guy in the backseat cut Perry out of which his trap. Yeah, I guess is a reference to like, oh, it's an ancient Chinese secret is like a line that was from this 1970s ad for a brand of 
water softener. Yeah. But I was like, I guess that makes sense why it's racist, but why are we using it now? But why <laughs> is that something we need <laughs> to reference we... in this yeah, episode of Phineas like and Ferb for literally no reason? It's not even like yeah. on theme. <laughs> like it's not. No. They just did it for fun. <sighs> well, you know, nothing's perfect. Okay. Doofenshmirtz uh, on his his awayinator has a monster truck setting and then also has a doofenshmirtz mobile and evil investors awayinator setting so perry switches it to that um (laughs) here's my question have we seen like a real i think we have but only a couple of times but i don't think we get a consistent self-destruct button because like later on it's almost always a self-destruct button right yeah but i feel like Mm -hmm. we've only seen that like maybe two or three times that's so fair. far it's always like more specific than that or it's just like something yeah. like a evil robot president falls into it and it explodes or whatever i do feel like the wheel though is it is he a does have a lot of a hyper times. specific wheels you're right yeah. you're right you're right anyway, anyway uh perry flips it over to that pushes the button and then it transports all of them but not the doofenshmirtz mobile into the alien crib uh <laughs> doesn't get resolved that's the last time we see them so not sure how different points got back uh really no idea about that candace is excited that she won the monster truck rally uh she then immediately falls 15 feet down face first into the mud (laughs) because it wouldn't be an episode we didn't physically torture candace um and then buck buckerson is like yeah i'm getting they're like oh you're famous monster truck driver buck buckerson i was like first of all what um who's <laughs> who's a famous monster truck driver and he's like yeah we're getting ready for a big rally up in badger town which is like, <laughs> where's the spinoff about badger town because i would watch it if that's that's what i'm gonna start calling bridgerton to annoy badger town <laughs> Please do. Oh yeah, have oh, you seen the new season of Badger Town? Badger Town. Um. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he's like, "We're getting ready for a rally up in Badger Town, but our stadium isn't as nice as this." And they're like, "Take it." Uh huh. So he Which hooks is up. Not being... the first time that has happened. It's not. Or maybe nor, it's the first time. Nor will but... it be the last. Yeah. It's, uh, it's you know, a convenient cleanup is it's in the format. It's yeah, it's part yeah. of it. He hooks up the stadium to the back of a truck and drives away. Then Linda gets dropped off by Charlene. She's carrying like a full, you know, those like hotel like butler dome plate platter <laughs> yeah. things. She doesn't open it. We don't know what's in there. That's just like what the mm-hmm. takeaway from chef class mm-hmm. looks like, I, I guess. They making mm-hmm. like literal chocolate sure. chip cookies that day. They might have been. I, I was like, what I saw. Maybe it's full of chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, she's carrying one of those and she's like, Candace, why are you covered in mud? And then Ferb does, he recites all the lyrics to the Which song. Is- so unfair because they're all covered in mud. Like all four of them. I'm like, okay, we're gonna pick on Candace. Phineas <laughs> <laughs> and Herb also covered in mud. Honestly, listen, <laughs> I I stand Linda, but is she a good mom? Questionable. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah uh but candace is happy because she's like i learned how to parallel park and i was like well that's good she didn't get like severely (laughs) injured she just got dirty right yeah did not get as abused as she will in the next episode oh Oh, boy but yeah that's that's that one the monster truck one i feel like i sometimes Mm -hmm. forget about the monster truck one and it could be because it's insane it's underrated 
This one's <laughs> memorable because when I was learning how to drive mm. this like year You learned or in something. a monster truck? Yeah. <laughs> you were learning how to drive in two thousand seven? I was Buck Parkerson. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maybe not in this era, but like I remember watching it. Oh, and you were like, I relate to this content. Yeah, because I also can't parallel park. I also can't parallel park. I think the takeaway from this is that we should all learn how to parallel parallel park. And by all, I mean the two of you. Mm -hmm. Because I already know, (laughs) as I stated previously. (laughs) All right, Hannah. I don't like to brag about it. All right. I can (laughs) parallel park. Uh, Anyway, yeah, that's, I'm done with that part. Uh, Yeah, whenever you're ready, Mara. All right. Uh, well, this is The Ballad of Bad Beard, 113B. We're all here today. One of my favorite episodes. It's so good. <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> we open on an early morning at Camp Phineas and Ferb, which, uh, to already interrupt, um... <laughs> Yourself? Like a, yeah, there's like a <laughs> note about, like, the continuity. Yeah, because I have that in my notes as well. Yeah, okay, so they have stated, Phineas and Firm have stated that they, like, only go to their grandparents once a summer, uh-huh. but they had already been there in Get That Bigfoot Out of My Face. Right. Dan Povenmire, I guess, noted in the Dan Povenmire correspondence area, which I guess is, I I didn't open that link, I just, <laughs> this, but, um, <laughs> that's what he calls his ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's his office at disney he's like step into my correspondence area, <laughs> area. everyone's like Perfect. damn but yeah i guess he just said that the episodes are not being told in a straight chronological order and i was like that's kind of a cop-out and also maybe adds i don't know i just i don't it, i don't know i'll just leave that there i guess you know there are enough questions about this universe that i'm like yeah is time linear there <laughs> No, no way for us to know. Uh, Maybe it's a good thing yeah. though, because like the first time, I remember we noticed that like they took Phineas and Ferb, their friends, yeah, Candace, none of Candace's yeah. friends, none of to them. camp. So at least they didn't do that like two separate times. <laughs> that's true, because we don't even <laughs> see them arriving at camp. Yeah. But that's the note that I had as I was like, I guess it could be the same, like an extension of the same camping yeah. trip or whatever. But it's yeah. a different group of kids. Like some of the fireside girls are there that's who weren't true. there before, and none of those random mm-hmm. kids, like Django, isn't there. And he didn't survive. Yeah. Them. yeah, they killed Django. Um, <laughs> which I don't even think we've gotten to the Django episode yet. So no, he can't be dead yet. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> so props to Dan Pavenmeyer for his lack of commitment to linear storytelling. <laughs> Um, but the the other thing is like I thought maybe it was a carryover of the same one because Belgique makes like five mm-hmm. underpants jokes and I was like that oh, was yeah. heavy in the last episode but maybe that's just a chronic problem for him I don't know maybe um, poor that Belgique. seems like a like just that's like the beginning of his and Buford's relationship that's kind of the only right thing. it's in its early stages we don't get yeah exactly yeah. not a lot of them uh yeah so it's camp phase of verb early morning. Their grandfather, Clyde, is playing the trumpet loudly, which, side note, <laughs> do you remember, <laughs> do you remember at, gr- at girls camp when, I don't know if they did this when you were there, but when I was there, they would wake us up by shooting a shotgun. Like What? <laughs> no, we had a bugler. I thought that's Just what you me? were going to say. Oh, no. no. <laughs> it was a far shotgun. worse. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> so scary who was your camp director 
It was Bishop. Well, I don't know who our camp director was. The oh. person who was in charge of the like gun, was it Bishop doing Chandler? the right rifling. It was Bishop Chantry. Of course, <laughs> it was. <laughs> anyway, where is Bishop Chantry? Is he still alive? Someone, someone told me he moved to Washington, and I can't figure out where. Washington State. Oh. Yeah. You're just gonna run into him one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Perfect. Man. He'll just be like, "Hey, man." Uh, like, oh, I have a hi. podcast for you to listen to. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that is bonkers. I can't believe they just shot a shotgun yeah. into the air. Yeah, no, we had a girl in our group who played the bugle at least a couple of years. Okay. Yeah. Sorry that that okay. happened to you. A stressful way to wake up. Wanted to share. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thanks. thank you for trusting us. It's a safe space. Unlike your girls' camp. <laughs> oh my goodness Uh, okay yeah so um inside Phineas and Ferb's tent they both wake up really fast and Phineas goes ah it sounds like someone's strangling a cat it must be grandpa which is hilarious rude (laughs) yeah just anyway uh yeah they all them and Perry walk out of the tent, ready for the day, sure. Baljeet is leaving the tent that he and Buford share, which seems... Why did they force him to do that again? Yeah, no. I was like, that's rude. That they did it last time. That... Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. I'm like, there's uh... 15 kids here. Y'all can't reshuffle the tent arrangements? Phineas yeah. has named himself camp director, and he's doing a bad job. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I did forget that. Uh, Yeah, so anyway, Baljeet is coughing, explaining he can't believe they ate the same food. Which is fair. Uh, and Buford burps really loud and goes, believe it. <laughs> yeah, Belgi um, falls down, by the way. He's, yeah. he's physically weakened by yeah. this experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and Candace, we like see Candace like in a robe and towel walking up to her grandma. And she asks where the shower is. And her grandma yeah. is really sarcastic <laughs> and... Oh yeah, I'll show you where the spa is. Too. That's not a crazy question to ask because don't her grandparents yeah. live there? Yes, they have a house. <laughs> I was like, whoa, Betty Jo. Can't whoa. be that far away. Do they not? I know. <laughs> I have so many questions anyway. about this weird grandparents summer camp thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Candace goes, I could do without the sarcasm. <laughs> it's like, fair. Fair. Uh, a little bit later, Grandpa is talking, and he says after, after breakfast is over, they're going to go on a walk to Badbeard Lake. Phineas asks why the name is Badbeard Lake, and Grandpa responds <laughs> with the definition of a lake. <laughs> a body of water yeah, surrounded, surrounded by... by yeah. <laughs> so, which is a good bit. <laughs> Grandpa is great, honestly. Uh, uh, yeah. Hilarious. He does have real Grandpa energy. He that's for sure. does. <laughs> Anyway, so Phineas says, no, I mean the Badbeard part, and Grandpa explains it was named after Captain Badbeard, the most notorious freshwater pirate to yeah. ever plunder a lakeside community. <laughs> lakeside community. <laughs> Which means just a crazy guy that lived near that yeah. lake. <laughs> freshwater pirate. Like pirates are just like a native species, and they're like, you know, <laughs> the freshwater pirate. <laughs> Yeah, not one of those saltwater fires. You don't see them this far north, usually, but <laughs> in the summertime. Oh, boy. Yeah, anyway. so uh, 
the kids are all excited and Crampa goes on to explain that Spleen Island, disturbing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who named a... all the islands in this lake, but they were a doctor or maybe Jack the Ripper. Oh, wait a minute. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, they, he explains that it has a curse uh, because Badbeard stashed his booty there and Phineas goes, booty? And Grandpa goes, yeah. It means yeah, like he's never heard of a pirate before. Yeah, I was like, Phineas, you're a 10-year-old boy. Yeah. Uh, anyway. You know what booty means. Don't be mean. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa then takes what I assume is a Sharpie and colors one of the lenses of his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so that he looks like a pirate, which a commitment to a bit. I, I That's like a $200 it. joke. That is yeah, crazy. I mean, yeah. It's, maybe they're readers. Maybe they're not prescription glasses. Yeah, who knows? Honestly, uh, though, what if someone did that in front of you? I wouldn't even know how to respond. <laughs> what a power I, move. Yeah, what if you did that to was. someone else? Just buy, like, cheap glasses and do it. Right? It's true. Oh, maybe yeah. that's one of those things where, like, the two of you are in on it. You're pranking everybody yeah. else. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. So uh, that was a lead up to his song, The Ballad mm-hmm. of Bad Beard. Yeah. <laughs> in which he asks Buford to pull out a concertina. He goes, does he anyone does have a concertina? Have a Buford. Buford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Me? That like, sort of implies that Buford has been up there before and knows, like, they know each other well enough for that grandpa to be like, Buford has a concertina. <laughs> or, funnier, he just clocked it as soon as Buford got there. He was like, that's I a concertina kid that. if I've ever seen one. <laughs> well, Which yeah, be funny. Okay, yeah, later Buford, like, has other obscure musical instruments, so it's... Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I think that he pegged him as... <laughs> A musical instrument kid. I mean, that's fair. He's he does grow up and be like a real coffee shop hipster, so makes sense. <laughs> he has uh, like a theremin vibe. Yeah, so they uh, <laughs> sing the Ballad of Bad Beard. It's like two lines. Yeah. Um, Phineas Catch says, it up. The, it's true. It does get stuck in my head. Um, Phineas says the song is super short, and Grandpa says, well, I didn't say it was much of a song. <laughs> but he did go to all the length of. Giving himself a pirate patch and writing a concertina part for Buford for literally too long. And probably rehearsing it. Buford already knew that song. That's true. He just started playing it. Maybe there was a bit that they prearranged. Yeah, maybe, maybe. They seem like kindred spirits. Those two. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Oh boy, I love, I love that world. Uh, yeah. So, Grandpa tells them to meet them on the trail in five minutes, and they salute. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, they all in unison go, aye, aye, Captain Grandpa. And I was like, can you guys rehearse <laughs> that also? What a. <laughs> there are nine of you here. That's fair. Yeah. And then Bajit like, pulls on his overalls and he goes, I seem to be missing my underwear. To which Buford <laughs> replies by laughing and pointing at the flagpole. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. Okay. Because that's and also Bajit's a reference to the last camp one in the van. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, find a nerd, steal his underpants, run him up a flagpole. The flagpole. So yeah, definitely I mean, the same same camp trip. I think. These are productive morning. You know, he is accomplishing <laughs> Listen, his he, goals and yeah, yeah, he set a goal. He got a there. girl boss. Not bad. Okay, <laughs> girl boss. Mad respect uh, for Buford. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Yeah, so five minutes later, uh, the kids, Grandma, Grandpa, and Candace are hiking up a hill, 
I assume, to bad beard lake. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because you don't usually like uphills to lakes, but sure. That <laughs> is true. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> Grandpa starts explaining the safety rules of the trail and brings up the dangers of the orange moss. Yeah. And also, that- side note about this. Grandpa is like yeah. playing it real fast and loose with safety. Because while he's giving oh, that speech, yeah. there's a bear eight feet away from all the children <laughs> he's in charge of. <laughs> No, his nature tips are the worst. I think he starts it out by saying, this, is, this place is full of nature. For us to step on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Grandpa, leave no trace. And Grandpa. in the background, we can hear him saying, like, left is right. Right is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't actually make any sense. I think he's the worst of this. <laughs> yeah, Grandpa's been sucking on this orange moss. I'm pretty sure that's what's yeah. happening. Yeah. He and Grandma just sit up there in that cabin, just stoned out of their minds all the time. <laughs> The kids get there and they're like, oh, it's summer already. <laughs> no, no, Glinda, we're good to drive. Maybe they think all they're of not driving anywhere. Yeah, maybe they're like, we have uh, little elves here all, all year round, so it's <laughs> indistinguishable from other times of year. Oh, boy. You know what? Honestly, respect. That's my dream life. That sounds great. Yeah, uh, yeah that's fair. Anyway, the orange um, moss. <laughs> he does, yeah, bring up the dangers of the orange moss, which are that it is a hallucinogen, hallucinogenic. It makes you hallucinate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're doing incredible. Exactly. Words, wild hallucinations. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, does orange moss occur in nature? I feel like, like if I actually, saw orange moss, I'd be like, yeah, I shouldn't touch that. It's everywhere in this forest, though. Uh, the trees are covered in it. I know. I was like, feels like you should take him to a different part of the forest. Nope. Uh, Not those kids. Maybe. Well, I googled mold. is mm. orange moss real, and the first answer was about Phineas and Ferb. So I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> huh. It's like napalm. Anyway, uh, it's, yeah, they, their lot lake is actually right next to like a <clears throat> nuclear power plant. That tracks. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so he he's talking about the orange moss, and Candace starts looking at her cell phone and not listening, and leans directly on one of the seventeen thousand orange moss filled trees, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which he didn't even point to. He's just like, yeah, been like no. like this one right here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whatever. Also, the fact that this moss causes hallucinations on skin contact is wild. Like okay. scientists should yeah. be studying this. That's you don't even have to like eat it or anything. Nope. Just she only touched it once. Wild. Uh, yeah. So she realized she touched the moss and then backs into another tree with orange moss <laughs> on her skin, yeah. and then just freaks out and runs away. Yep. And no so, one follows her. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, that's safety third, I guess. Just a normal day at right the after the concertina she does do that a lot where she'll be like clearly yeah. in distress and everyone else in her family is just like ah, okay, is that lovable scamp <laughs> <laughs> she's dying it's true uh, yeah oh man so uh grandpa is they get to the little overlook of bad beards lake and he points at the center where spleen island is and states that the souls of the failed treasure hunters are lying in Davy Jones' locker. And Phineas Which... goes, cool! <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't think Davy Jones has jurisdiction over links. I feel like he's an ocean. I don't think so either. Fresh legends. Legends. Yeah, yeah. Whoever that Salt is. Salt water only. 
So Grandpa leads them down the dirt steps, and they all sing the ballad of Bad Beard. Grandma stops and for 0.2 seconds wonders where Candace is <laughs> and keeps going. She's like, props to Grandma, I guess, being the only one ever yeah. wondered. She does not follow up. Uh, yeah, so then we cut to Perry, um, mindlessly walking just through the forest, doing his thing. Yeah. Uh, and then he stands up, puts his little hat on, and presses a button. And then nothing happens, and he looks around, and then an eagle, also with a hat, comes down, picks him up, and takes him to the bird's nest. It's like like, violet. I was like, that eagle's gonna eat him. Exactly. I was like, uh, this doesn't seem consensual. (laughs) (laughs) It does feel like he could have gotten an email. Yeah, by the way. In the bird's nest, a video communicator cracks out of one of the eggs. Yeah, this is a wild. I was kind of like, is Candace hallucinating? Yeah, I was like, maybe this this is is just crazy. That's a good point. Yeah, some intern, Carl, had to put that little palm pilot inside an egg and then plant (laughs) that egg in a ninety-foot-high eagle's nest. Yeah. For what? It's just in there now. Also, does that eagle live in that nest? Is that his home? That's what I was wondering. Are those her eggs? The description I read said she, so... I guess because it has an egg. I guess. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe they're... Yeah, I don't know. I like to be, you know, (laughs) pro-women. This is the stance that feminists will need. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) This eagle... Is a is she. representation. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So, Monogram's there. He says hi to Agent P. Thanks, Agent E. And then explains to Perry that they're undergoing remodeling and that his wife is doing it in a Mexican country style. I was yeah. like, uh, remod. Okay. Okay. On okay. the one hand, <laughs> that does sound like blatant corruption. On the other hand, yeah. it no does uh, make Sherlair technically canon <laughs> because he's like, That's we're remodeling true. our base here, which means that it's a different base than the one at home. Yeah, that's true. It is weird that they're doing it in the Mexican country style because yeah, all the other ones look exactly the same. <laughs> but whatever. Just trying to mix it up a little bit. I mean, fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so then Agent E, the eagle, tries to feed Major Monogram's egg a worm, and he goes back off. And I was like, oh, yeah. what's happening? I don't understand that eagle. At all. All. Did they just deputize that eagle like just for this episode? Mm, that would make a little bit of sense, yeah. Maybe it's on like whatever level those laser sharks are at, where it's like working mm. its way up to full agent. Maybe or maybe they just broke just into in its training? nest and they were like, beer mm, alchemist. Well, they have a hat. Yeah, well, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I don't Who knows? Anyway, so she backs off. He tells Perry that. Agent E spotted Doofenshmirtz on Spleen Island and is moving boxes into the cave of the old sea hag. Incredible. AKA my dream home. <laughs> Honestly. That's what I call um, my rooms. <laughs> uh, yeah, they think he's making a new hideout. Once again, how he's affording it, I do not know. Oh, yeah, we'll and... get to that. Yeah, yeah. Perry needs to stop it. Anyway, end of brief. Uh... <laughs> Because we cut to the tree across from their tree, and Candace <laughs> has her like finger 
fingers over her eyes like she's looking through binoculars yeah she's perry like salute and she's commenting about how messed up it is yeah she's drumming balls yeah she's she so super stoned um and then she goes, how did I get up here? And she falls <laughs> down the tree. Yeah, it takes her exactly 10 seconds to, like, completely destroy her bones. Yeah. I feel like this uh, is the most, this episode is the most Candace abuse that we get, like, to date. I feel like this fair. is the worst. It is a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's amazing that she yeah. lives through this whole thing. <sighs> like, oh, yeah. for, That's I don't true. know, for the start of it, I was, like, happy that she was, like, you know doing the drugs chill out you know like, I was relax like, a little bit man take some like, Utah, I think man. Candace should start microdosing she does right. seem more relaxed <laughs> I was like okay Candace good for you yeah. but... and then uh yeah, and then one second she's getting dragged behind a motorboat yeah yeah uh yeah so she does fall down and land in a bush and cough and then she sees Agent E fly by and drop Perry off at the little dock like on the lake she gets her ankle caught in a rope that is attached to the jet ski that perry is using mm-hmm. so he darts off um <laughs> before he does candace sees one of the best reoccurring characters uh a talking zebra rocking in a rocking chair yeah who calls her kevin all yep. the time and only kevin Confusing. and then perry leaves and she flies off uh-huh. so at the beach we just that's where we leave candace um baljeet and buford are dueling with wooden swords like pirates um isabella phineas and ferber inside the boat grandpa does a little jog up and uh phineas has decided that they should sail to spleen island to find badbeard's treasure sure grandpa is like yeah do it um, <laughs> and <tells> him, <laughs> enabler yeah <laughs> honestly it's because he's also stoned yeah and tells him how he was throughout his youth searched for the treasure and then he quote unquote discovered girls and the rest is a blur <laughs> i was like well, yeah okay. and weed. <laughs> all right even though grandpa didn't find the treasure he did find the map uh which he pulls out of his hat sure yeah does uh, a little mary poppins but Buford stops dueling with Baljeet and Baljeet hits him in oh, yeah. his butt. He like really and... nails him. Yeah, and then he <laughs> runs away immediately. <laughs> Which is fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and then Grandpa explains that the treasure comes with a curse and whoever dares to open it will be cursed with bad beards forever. Uh-huh. And the kids are like, yeah! <laughs> 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 Which is also... An appropriate reaction. So, like, thanks, okay. I'm nine. <laughs> yeah. And then he says he's going to go find grandma. And uh, yeah. he says, I wish there was a map for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, grandma went sure. to go look for Candace. I, don't know. I think grandma just wanders off Maybe. sometimes. That's true. That's fair. Also, another story. Uh, you can also cut this out. One time I was looking for Darby and I were looking for Mr. Peterson. So we went to the band offices and he wasn't there, but Mr. Leonard was there. So we said, Mr. Leonard, have you seen Mr. Peterson? And he goes, let me check my Mr. Peterson locator and pulls up his little ID badge. And he goes, beep, beep, beep. What? I don't know. I was like, <laughs> you couldn't just say no? What? <laughs> anyway. Mr. Leonard doesn't surprise me at all. Loki. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> anyway. 
so you sorry. took music <laughs> theory with oh yeah oh gosh that was such an unhinged class <laughs> yeah that sounds right bonkers. <laughs> like all band teachers everywhere in the world true oh, man. Uh, that's funny yeah so cut back to candace um she's like hallucinating this tie-dye background and yeah her hair is She's now 14 different colors um <laughs> as she goes behind perry's wetski but then it like cuts to what's actually happening and she's just like banging on the water screen yeah i know i'm also it's like perry weighs so six pounds i feel like he would notice the drag of a 15 year old girl on his motorboat right yeah like you could tell that you were towing a person maybe he's still no, it's rattled from being snatched up by a live eagle honestly i know like it's a tiny boat so uh perry just keeps going and goes into the cave of the old sea hag mm-hmm. cut back to ferb who's unrolling the map on a nice little map stand um phineas has a little pointer and is commenting on the locations they need to yeah get all the wacko named islands in this lake yeah it's insane I should have written them down, but I didn't. Um, and then he goes, should be easy peasy. And then they go, I think we're going to have to remake Grandpa's old dinghy. And he asks Ferb if he has any ideas, because Ferb does all the work in this relationship. He really does. And, uh, Ferb's been in the yeah. in the workshop. He came prepared. He already has blueprints. Right? Where did he make those? I he know. had to bring them with him. He knew. Yeah, he knew he, what was happening. He gets out like a giant diagram of a amazing pirate ship and Phineas goes oh impressive and I'm like yeah it it, it is impressive you should be paying him more uh yeah no kidding <laughs> um yeah so meanwhile Perry is zooming inside the cave which Candace who's now covered in seaweed crawls up laughing hysterically onto a boulder <laughs> in the water because yeah, of her brain on top yeah. of the drugs she's doing this does seem like yeah. a fun drug to be on honestly she seems like mm, she's having a pretty good fair. time <laughs> sure sure she sees perry really slowly and just like starts laughing she opens a purple door on the wall and runs inside and then he meets Doofenshmirtz, who asks if it's the cable guy. <laughs> uh, which he then immediately picks up and captures Perry in a robotic arm. And I was like, are you going to do that if it's a cable guy? Cable which guy. he how, was. How many because... cable guys do you think he's trapped in a Perry-shaped box? <laughs> Good question. But I think he was going to do that to a cable guy because he walks up to him looking at a piece of paper and goes, why don't you carry the evil science channel and looks up and it's Perry and I'm like uh, <laughs> okay. oh boy yeah so then he's asks Perry to cut him some cut him a break because he's legally moving uh, yeah I bought it cheap like, he okay. bought this cave I was like sir uh, where yeah. from yeah whence did you get the funds to purchase an island cave yeah. to add to your list of real estate oh, it's properties that list. you own it's so many. Also, like, why where are you moving into this cave? Is Vanessa gonna come visit you there? Like, what? What are you talking about? We we don't get an explanation, but uh, so he weird. does explain that it is haunted by a terrifying old sea. <laughs> yeah. I was like, so again, why did you buy it? Also, um, yeah, again, are you? This is where your home is gonna be. Whatever. Anyway, so. <laughs> Uh, he, then he goes, just because I'm evil doesn't mean everything I do is evil. And I was like, sure. 
but then Perry like mm-hmm. looks at him, not believing him, <laughs> and then he goes, "Fine, I'll show you evil." <laughs> yeah. So then we cut back to a Bad Beard Lake, uh, the ship, beautifully built, probably this entirely by Ferb. Done. Yep. Is uh, Isabella probably right helped? You're right. Uh, right. Yeah. I guess mm-hmm. the Fireside Girls are there, but yeah, um, like three of them. Yeah. Well. All right. Listen, they can do a lot, okay? No, I I believe it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wonder which Fireside Girls didn't get invited. Do you think Isabella I chose? See... Or do you think Isabella Well, chose? I saw that a little note that um, Katie, the Fireside Girl, was the only one that doesn't show up at the camp. Oh. I was like, oh. There are more of them. Sad. I don't, I need to make a diagram of the Fireside Girls because I don't yeah. know all the names very well, but. Yeah, so anyway. they have built the boat. Um, they are zooming through Badbeard Lake. And, they put on uh, costumes. Yes, they start the singing. Change. I know. Phineas I... has real theater kid energy. I feel like maybe I've said this before, uh, but he's taking it uh... to a level that even theater kids could not take <laughs> it to. That's fair. He's insufferable, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Just oh, kidding. Absolutely. Um... <laughs> he does love costumes, though, and singing yeah, songs. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> So yeah, Phineas slams out of the captain's deck, fully fully decked up, and uh, all decked up. <laughs> yeah, they sing a longer version of the Ballad of Bad Beard that I yep. guess they made up. They he wrote that while Ferb was building the boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah. Then they get in a rowboat and they row to the island. I read that in that song, it's the first time that the Ferb actor uses his real voice to, like, sing, instead oh, of having uh, it be, like, Danny Jacob. Even though it's nice. more of, like, a talk singing. I think his line is, and all refuse to take a bath. Oh, yeah. Kind of, like, so oh, you're sad. right. This song is also amazing because it has Candace's interlude where she's high <laughs> off do of her rocker. Whisper to me. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking about her nostrils. Absolutely <laughs> incredible. Speaking of songs, a fun fact that I forgot to share in the last episode, so I'm saying it here where it's appropriate, yeah. is um, <laughs> um, one of the little songs that they play a lot um, during like commercials and like while they're working and stuff is actually a repurposed song from Emperor's New School called Bronk for Hire. Is I it... read that too. What is the song called in... Or... In Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. It's just called Cronk for Hire on the wiki. Oh. It doesn't have words, yeah. but it's just like a little musical interlude that they use in the background. It's, um, not, it's not the one that they, it's not the one that's called the quirky working song. No, is no, it? it's not that one. Um, they only use it sometimes, and I think they use it in the TV spot because they use okay. it a lot when they do commercials, etc. That's interesting. Anyway, a fun uh, Emperor's New Groove crossover. Yeah. One of my favorite little song bits, which doesn't appear in this episode, I don't think. But it's Candace's little theme song, the one that sounds like the Wicked Witch of the West theme song. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just that for like a tiny bit. You know how they like make it in like a different style based on whatever the episode is? Like yeah. in the Monster yeah, Truck one, yeah. I think it's an electric electric guitar. Uh-huh. And yeah, I didn't hear it in this one, but I always love listening for that. <laughs> it's yeah. hilarious That's how they one. change it every time. <laughs> I think they should play that Why Do My Nostrils Whisper to Me every time she comes in. That should be her new theme <laughs> should be her theme song forever. <laughs> I agree. And my theme song. <laughs> Sorry, I was yawning. Um, oh awesome. Oh, are we so, boring wow. now? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, okay, so 
The gang uh, is climbing up some mountain steps. They enter the Tunnel of Doom. Sure. sure. Uh, inside, there's a super creepy tunnel. There's, like, water dripping. Yeah, Ferb is holding the map. Isabella, Isabella asks Phineas if they're sure they're going the right way, and Phineas <laughs> assures her that Ferb has the map and knows where they're going immediately after the map then flutters off of the cliffside. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Which is real Phineas. You know. Um, anyway, Phineas is like, it'll be okay, and uh, they're standing directly where they have to cross this super old rickety bridge a, a chasm um, yeah phineas walks on and he goes it's fine and then they all immediately walk onto the bridge <laughs> <laughs> right before that they're discussing whether or not to walk on the bridge and isabella's uh, like it could probably hold us and buford goes i think you should go first and i was like oh, does yeah. buford hate <laughs> isabella and walk oh, her down <laughs> wow. isabella is the one person that buford fears so maybe he's just trying to that's fair Take care of that. that. Two birds, one stone. Yeah, so they all fall through a tunnel onto a giant lizard. Mm -hmm. No explanation. Just like a Um, sea monster. They don't address that again. Yeah. It looks like an iguana, but like, you know, I can't figure out why he's there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay. Oh, boy. But it does lead into a great visual gag from Buford, so. Yeah. Yeah. um, The lizard, like, stands up and the kids jump off onto this the other cliff and run away and he's the lizard's like chasing him they go through all these like little paths and at one point yeah the bit is like there's a two part cliff and there's a thing in the middle and then the lizard's supposed like is there trying to catch them and isabella yells at buford for playing around with nifty hand puppets which uh, <laughs> the lizard and i was like oh, okay. i assume he brought those i'm not sure where i know he found those. True. So, yeah Buford come prepared for this camping trip. Hand puppets, concertinas. Tina. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Goals. Yeah, um, the list. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, yeah, so they uh, keep running and then they slow down and they're in this like cave that looks like the, basically the tunnel. It all looks the same. It's all um, yeah, terrifying. Yeah, scary tunnels. Um, Isabella asks if they're really in the right place now and Buford asks if maybe there's no treasure. And Balji goes, maybe the real treasure is the friendship and adventure that we had along the way. And the others are like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Phineas points to a giant door with a giant red X on it. And he goes, there it is. Poor Balji. <laughs> he needs therapy. He does. Anyway. He just wanted to have some friends. I know. Um, they go in. They see the chest. And Phineas volunteers to open it. Sure. And Isabella and Buford are like, oh, what about the curse, man? Bad beards forever. Also, and Balji goes, you don't even have a chin. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, curse, curse aside, the chest is sitting on a pile of human bones and skulls. I know. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like we should be worried about the bones and skulls. <laughs> it's not brought up ever. This cave is just yeah. full of bones, like, like hundreds a lot of, skulls. of human bones. <laughs> I'm like, um, there's so many. Like, it's what happened in this cave. It looks like the Russian maybe it's supposed to be like the scene in Pirates of the Caribbean from. where they're like, oh yeah, I mean, I whole, assume like, so, or it has kind know, of like Goonies energy, but like yeah. even Goonies doesn't have a mountain. 
mountain of human skulls with a chest a on top of it. For a Disney kids I just was like, none of you guys are weirded out by these human <laughs> remains? Okay. That's not. worried about Phineas's chin. I guess. Also, yeah. Um, yeah, so Phineas is like, whatever, and he opens the chest, and he's like, oh no! Which is a <laughs> classic move. Um, Phineas? And then has a really yeah. interesting sense of humor in that he just does bits sometimes for himself. For, it's true. For no reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, he turns around and reveals that it's full of like really ugly looking or quote unquote bad fake beards and he's yeah. wearing one. Why um, is it there? Did someone, yeah, I don't did know. a pirate hide it there? I assume their grandpa hid it there, right? It has to be. I, that, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's like a Dread Pirate Roberts situation. His grandpa. I guess was that's what I assumed is that like the pirate was not really that bad, or I don't know. Or it was just a crazy guy that lived on the edge of this lake. Yeah, maybe the old sea hag and the uh, pirate Badbeard are the same person. <gasps> All right, came in. Hear me out. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thanks. Speaking of the sea hag, we go back to Blair, <laughs> um, which he has Perry like on his little arm, like hovered over this like hatch thing yeah. that opens up to reveal two crocodiles yes. named Susan and Susan. I named them. Goes, after I named them after each other. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Also incredible Medusa from Rescuers energy. Mm, yeah, yeah. Love that. That's true. Inspired. Does he uh, water yes. ski on the back of them? No, but you know what? We can't all be as iconic as yeah. rescuers. <laughs> That's okay. True, true. Uh, yeah, so they like snap at Perry. Candace walks up. She's like fully covered in seaweed, fully mm-hmm. hallucinating. She's she's in it really high and deep. Um, and Doofenshmirtz goes, "Ah, the sea hag," and Candace goes, "Oh, the pharmacist." <laughs> Which is my favorite it's... bit. I, I quote that favorite on line. daily. It's it so is good. so funny. Of course it is. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, okay, she's so... not even like upset about the pharmacist. She's like, it's like no, she's no. pointing out her favorite animal at the zoo. She's just yeah, real excited thing. about the pharmacist. Also, yeah. it's followed up by second favorite line of all time is what she says next, which yes. is <laughs> she's like. I'm gonna order uh, some beef jerky. Beef jerky. <laughs> uh, she goes, you want anything, Perry? And then she presses the self-destruct button. Amazing. Uh, the alarm rings. Perry, like, grabs Candace to get off the island, and she goes, my jerky! My beef jerky! Uh, Priorities. Incredible. Yeah, oh absolutely. Doofenshmirtz is struggling to keep the crocodiles away from him. Sure. Cut back to the kids just wearing beards. Mm-hmm. Um, Up to their waist like... in human bones. No worries. Yep. Awesome. No problem Super with cool. that. Nope. Um, they like, the island is about to self-destruct because of Dupinch versus self-destruct button. Sure. Mm-hmm. So they all grab as many beards as they can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and run off to the exit of the cave. Uh, the yep. lizard, still clawing, chases after them, but he gets stuck. Sure. As they go through a tunnel. Gotcha. Uh, tunnel. Uh, yeah, and then they, like, get down onto their little rowboat, sail away to the ship. Perry is running down a tunnel with Candace, jumps off to a cliff in a water fall, and <laughs> fall out, and the eagle swoops them up. Uh-huh. 
He was and just drops them on the ship. There for backup. I guess. Anyway. Asian E. Uh, really coming into his own. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Her own. Sorry. Um, yeah, her own. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry that I misgendered Asian Asian. Yeah, I'm canceled now. That's fine. Canceled. Uh, yeah, so Spleen Island is no more. It just like Yeah, it just sinks into the lake, which isn't how really islands, islands work. Also, yeah. like, feels like we covered up a human rights atrocity. Like, I really, I know oh, I'm hung up true. on this, but I need to know what happened with all <laughs> those bones. bones. Also, that giant undiscovered species of lizard monster that it's also yeah. buried now. Yeah. Also, Doofenshmirtz. I don't. <laughs> also, Susan and Susan. Yeah. yeah. The Susans. I mean, a real bummer yeah. all around. Yes. Not great. Um, a lot of loose ends there. Uh, the kids do not care. Um, no. Nope. <laughs> Candace asks Perry uh, where his hat went. <laughs> just like nothing. Nope. Uh, Phineas. Goes, tells Ferb it was a great trip, and Ferb goes, perhaps the greatest pirate story ever told. I was like, Which it's not. I was, yeah. like, Ferb, I was like, have you ever heard I... a pirate story? Yeah, have you ever watched Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> or yeah. any other pirate movie book? <laughs> uh, Muppets uh, Treasure Island? <laughs> <laughs> the best one. I could go uh, on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Grandpa, the, we cut back to Camp Phineas and Ferb. Uh, Grandpa's seems weird, weird that they named it that. Candace I, is yeah. also there. Also, she's definitely been going there longer than them. That's true. That's tr- yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, do you think it was Camp Phineas, and then when Ferb and Lawrence came, they changed it to Phineas and Ferb? Maybe I feel like it should just be like Camp Grandpa. Flynn Fletcher, oh, yeah. <laughs> or like I mean, yeah, obviously. I guess maybe just Camp. Lynn because that's maybe Linda's just parents, not camp right? At all. Maybe just Grandma Grandpa's house, but yeah, mm-hmm. maybe they don't. Maybe we don't. Maybe no. you could name it Camp Spleen in honor of the island destroyed. <laughs> You're destroyed. <laughs> uh, anyway, Grandpa's wearing a purple beard and uh, agrees that it's the greatest pirate story ever told. Mm-hmm. Inside a tent, Grandma is like. I don't know if she's caring for Candace, but she asked her how she's I think feeling. she's actively gaslighting Candace. Yeah. That's what I think that's... is happening. <laughs> Which, she's Linda's mom, so that's uh-huh, So it would make sense. I guess I see where she gets it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Poor Candace. Anyway, yeah, they're also, they're both wearing beards. Anyway, Candace is like, <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling a little better. I just need to stay away from the orange moss. And her grandma goes, oh, is that what your grandpa said? It's the blue moss that makes you hallucinate. It must have all been in your head. That's the power of suggestion for you. And yeah. leaves the It text. must have all been like, in your head is so wow. top tier gaslighting. No kidding. <laughs> Bad. Bonkers. Uh, anyway, Candace like rolls over and touches Blue Moss that's just right on the ground. Just Their in the not tent. The bottom. I know. Like, that was true. Get it! Also, tents have bottoms, do they not? Usually, exactly. I was like, "Where's the bottom of your tent?" Anyway, uh, yeah. And then Kevin or uh, the zebra who calls her Kevin, yeah, which is a real artist formerly known as Prince name situation. Yeah, I always just call him Kevin. Anyway, he goes. Maybe his name is maybe his name is Kevin, and he calls everyone Kevin. Another power uh, move. I'm gonna start calling everyone himself. else Hannah. <laughs> 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 nice. 
Yeah. So he goes, I love the beard, Kevin. And that's uh, it. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's a no way in that one. Yeah. They destroyed an island. Yep. Human the, bones. The whole one. Also, I feel like that has to have a permanent effect on Candace's brain, right? Oh, I know. This yeah, has got to be the worst. Yeah. It can't be good. But I mean, maybe she had a fun time in the woods. I don't know. Maybe she won't remember any of it because of the blue moss incident that we assume is forthcoming. Um, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's like that episode of X-Files where they find out they're getting digested in a giant mushroom, but they don't ever make it super clear that they actually escaped, so every subsequent episode of the X-Files could yeah. technically be taking place in a mushroom hallucination. Maybe that's yeah. true of this show. Maybe. Maybe the next three and a half seasons are just an orange moss-fueled <laughs> weird... Is this the first time anyone saw Perry in his secret agent hat? That what that was? Yes, I, I think so. It is. Yeah, because Stacy does later, and right. the yeah. kids do again. But I totally forgot about that whole eagle thing. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> Plus the number of times that Perry probably wanted to just like throw worms at the screen with monogram oh. on it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> probably every time. If I was Perry, Agent did it. Right after yeah. that entire interaction, when they got back up to the nest, I would like chuck that screen out of the nest, and they'd be like, "Hey, are you interested in joining a union?" Yeah, <laughs> We're actually filing yeah. a class action lawsuit against Alka. She'd like to sign on. Yeah, and that yeah. eagle would be like, "Uh, yeah, they murdered one of my children for a poem pilot, so oh. I would absolutely love to do that." Carl, <laughs> yeah, Carl. <laughs> like you've seen rescuers down under. That's the plot of the episode that happened right before this. But worse and dumber. <laughs> a lot of a lot of rescuers references in this one. Yeah, I assume that was done on purpose and in no way a coincidence. Was rescuers a Disney movie? Yeah, right. I don't remember. I think we did watch it on Disney Plus. The Devil's Eye. That's super sad. I like the first I like one. The one I know everyone likes that one. Sorry. And I, I keep getting in fights about it, and it's a problem. Well, However, I will go to my grave. The first one is superior. <laughs> it's a better film. The candle on the water song. Yeah. The emotional arc is incredible. Yeah, but at the end, she gets adopted. Yeah. And they get a giant diamond. It's <laughs> a <So> win win. <laughs> Plus, the aesthetic alone. Come on. It's because it takes place in a swamp, and I love swamps. That's the final take and the what? podcast. Just kidding. Yeah, that's all I have. When we do our Christmas special about rescuers, we can have that debate again. <laughs> all right. Anyways, that's 90 minutes, so well we should probably end this podcast. Thanks for letting me join. Yeah, thanks for being yeah. here. All right. Well, cool. That's the end. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>